It's Thursday, August 6th, and you're listening to a brand new episode of The Julian Dion Show. Today we discuss the grueling audition process, YouTubers doing live shows, brand names people use as generic terms, The Daily Dose, with me, Jen Grant, your comments, and a whole lot more. And we kick it off with Adam Fox. You have already left me You tried once before And I'm wondering why you cry I say I love you even more I tried not to notice That you can make me shake We just breathe a little faster No, you're gonna break these chains And Josephine Will not make me stay Even when I'm crying In the middle of the day Oh, you wanna break my foot down And I promise to confess single bar in me considers itself blessed to be near you now every time I see you you just launch me into space and I cannot help but notice how good you take when you kiss me, do you lose it? Does your soul shoot through your minds? Will you comfort me forever? Will you stay the way you are, Josephine? You will not make me stay. Even when I'm crying, in the middle of the day, break my fort down I promise to confess every single part of me considers itself blessed to be near you and you can't tell me not to think it I'm drinking it in can't be a sin
I will say it in the open, in front of everybody here. Josephine, I need you. And I just want to make it clear to you, you don't hesitate to use me. least expect the test and don't you ever let my love go you may need it for the rest of your life you can't tell me not to think it I'm drinking it in this can't be a sin Why don't we do a take two? As, wait a minute, let's start again. Hello, hello. <laughs> Hi, this is Ron Vodri. This is Alex Nussbaum. This is Jason Fraser. This is Matt O'Brien. Hey, this is Ray Zwicker. All right, world. My name is Cal Post. Guys, this is Christina Walkenshaw. This is Eddie Delisepi. This is Adrian Spencer. Uh, my name is Timo. And you're listening to the Julian Dion Comedy Hour. You're listening to the Julian Dion Comedy Hour podcast. <laughs> Who am I talking to? What am yeah. I doing? Julian Dion Comedy, Comedy Hour? You're okay. listening to the... Comedy hour. See, I took the word out comedy. Changes the meaning completely, doesn't it? Not really, I'm overworking, but days in the holidays. Happy holidays. You're listening to the Julian Dion Comedy Hour podcast. Now broadcasting live and totally uncensored. <laughs> From Lemon Press Studio in the beautiful Gatineau Hills. project i was like half asleep on the couch and now i'm projecting hey everyone this is christian potenza this is gay trevor wilson this is john paul aka the island hipster hashtag hipster business this is steph tola hey this is jake goldsby this is sky wallace hey everybody this is erica sigurdsson aka ricky six okay hello hi this is howard wagman hey this is peter anthony the pa system this is matt o'brien some people like to, that's my rap name this is jen grant and you're listening to the julian dion comedy hour podcast <laughs> Show you and me belong, just like the flowers, laughing all day long. People, I need to lose. Sing a little song, then take a shower. Julian Dion. It's, it's a show. It's not an hour. It's a show. It's okay.
Thursday morning, Thursday, August 6th. Of the Sixth yeah. August 6th. I hate that. As I was saying the high pitch what, I'm like, what? Gross. <laughs> Say what? Uh, I can't stand that. <laughs> Broadcasting to you live from Lemon Press Studios in the beautiful Gatineau Hills. Hi, hi, hi. Welcome to the show. I get Facebook messages right when I'm cranking the music and everything that you hear. In the broadcast, I, I have to figure out a way to turn that off. That one, was me. No, one was you, but another one was Christopher. Oh, Christopher. Yeah. Anyway, welcome to the show, everybody. We are live. Just a note, this is our first, or first. So sweet. This is our last show of the week. We'll be back next week. We're taking the day off tomorrow. Yep. We're having a family party today. Oh, I was going to make it all elusive, but... Uh, yeah, we uh, and we might make it a slightly shorter, shorter show today. But anyway, we're here now. That's all yeah. that matters. Yeah. And where's here? Well, live on Facebook. Live on Facebook as we are Mondays through Fridays at 7 a.m. <laughs> on Facebook.com slash Julian Dion Show. Be sure to follow us there or like us, whatever, either or. Also like or follow our Instagram page, Julian Dion Show. Waste of time. Also subscribe on all the podca- uh, podcast platforms. We are there as well. On demand as of 9.30 a.m. each and every morning. <sighs> I'm also going to mention a GoFundMe that's uh, currently happening for one of our loyal listeners, one of our fans. His brother's going through a bit of a hard time, and uh, I'll talk about that a little bit later on, but just stay tuned for that. We will be mentioning it. Also, sweet, two, three, such a waste. All right. Oh, let me do this. It's Thursday. I usually have non-alcoholic Heineken, but today I've got a non-alcoholic Bex, which actually I like a lot. It's very good. Turn down the volume. And as I say, every time you pop one of these bad boys out at a party and people are like, ugh, LeMay. <laughs> Who brought the fucking loser, right, Jenny? <laughs> That's one of her classic bits. But you whip it out in the morning. <laughs> first thing in the morning and it's fun. It's like, oh, this guy's loose. This guy this guy's knows what's down. This guy is up with it. Is it what that people think? <laughs> anyway, if you feel free to crack yourself a real one, it's Thursday. I mean, what the hell? Thursday, we're uh, here in Wakefield. A couple uh, businesses has shut have shut down again because of COVID. So we're uh, starting a lockdown again. Not officially, but you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh shit! I'm foaming. <laughs> oh, let me suck that. Oh my god! I knew something like that was coming. Why? Oh, <laughs> uh, 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 too early. How'd you sleep, Genzy Moo? Genzy Moo. Genzy Moo. <laughs> um, 
pretty good. Pretty good. Although I did wake up in the middle of the night and you know when you're in in the middle of the night you start thinking about the current thing you're worrying about. Not worrying about but like it's on your mind. Yep. Um because I have to do an audition. Uh should we run the lines? <laughs> No, I don't. Th- I think that would be illegal or something. I don't think you're supposed to release. Oh that. yeah, I'm so glad you I, said that. I thought about it last night. I thought it'd be funny to run the lines on the podcast, but I don't think you're allowed to uh, to do that. To because re- re- no, because it's not out yet. There you go. Beat me to the punch. What if? What if? Not what if. I'm so sorry. When I book this mm-hmm. and they look back in the podcast, would they fire me? No, you already got it. What's the dog whining for? Ugh. This early on. Where is he? I think he sees a squirrel in the trees. Oh. Uh, again, thank Lie you down. for watching with us. And uh, feel free to give us a share. Give us a comment. Where are you watching from? What are you doing today, this weekend? Let's get some chatting going. Give us content. Yeah. Give us something we can jump off of and create content for you. Because, uh, anyway... So yeah, this audition, it's amazing how difficult acting is. This is a 30-second spot. It's the, really the hard. The lines are simple. Actually, I'm not going to say that anymore. Every time I say it, it's really hard. It's like I'm telling myself Well, no, but there really is a hard. degree of difficulty, people, especially stand-ups. We, a lot of us, approach situations like this and just think, oh, I'll pull it out of my ass mm-hmm. and submit this half-assed thing, which really you're competing with people like, you know... Not that legit, you're not a legit, or stand-ups aren't legit actors, but I mean, people that just are, that's their main thing. Mm -hmm. They come out of theater school, and they're thespians, oh! They have training. They have training, and they they do it, they're just like eat, breathe, and sleep acting, so you're competing with these people, and then us stand-ups are like, ah, because we're used to not winging it, but... The longer you do stand up, the less you prepare for it, and you you it's successful every time. You just go on stage. You also, c- we wrote our a- act. Yeah, we wrote our act, and you go on stage. You command an audience for an hour, so you're like, oh, what's this audition with f- nine lines? I can do this. It's nothing. It's a thirty second spot. Very true. But then uh, you really can't. You got it's it's so the trick is knowing it, knowing the lines, second nature. So then you can uh, play. Thank you. <laughs> yes, play. Um, yeah, so you can you can you know <laughs> have different do different versions with it, and uh, well, yeah, I guess play play with it. Mm-hmm. But to there's a difference between knowing the lines eighty percent and you start or and really knowing them second nature. Because as soon as you start searching for a word in your head. And it's so simple. The lines are simple. It's so kind of easy on paper. But as soon as you're like, oh, what's the next word? And Mm -hmm. then you get the word. You're like, yes, I got that. And then, well, what's the next one? And then you nail the line. You're you're, you're, you're not even in the room. You can't be playing with it. You're just in your head. So then you're just somebody reading lines in your head in front of a camera. You're like, you need. And so we did this thing yesterday for what? How many hours? Uh, Collectively, probably four. For no, th- maybe three. Three. Yeah, I'd say three. Two and a half, three hours. It feels like a long time, though. Just over and over <laughs> and over. And and you have to remember, like, anyone who's listening right now, this is a 30-second commercial. 
And it's for, uh, uh, I can, I'm not going to say what it's for, but I can say the role. It's for a spokesperson for a U.S. national commercial, which is literally a multi-million dollar deal. It's a life-changing thing If when you book this, Gen Z. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it changes you. It's like you're the Philadelphia cream cheese angel or the uh, yeah. Goodyear tire or flow from Progressive. Like those mm-hmm. are spokespeople rather than just doing one commercial, and that is literally life changing. Even if it was just one commercial, a U.S. national is six figures. So it's um, you have to take it seriously. You can't be just like, oh, I'll pull it out of my ass and oh yeah. And I'm it. so glad that I have you to help me because. I'm I'm telling you right now and I'm not kissing your butt but you I could not do this without you. First of all, Julian, just for the listeners and viewers, Julian is a is actually a really good actor like so naturally i like book you, nothing though i book i audition stop that you say, keep saying that it's, it's like a, a fact self, yeah, yeah but i'm it's not a I, self-fulfilling prophecy yeah but it's okay i have booked nothing but now i'm from now until this one for now on i'm always booking everything but i haven't booked much <laughs> I, i'm how is that this law of attraction thing is too like no, finicky it's, it's like you, you mention what's real from the past like the last no I've I know. been doing this for five years. I've auditioned hundreds of times. I've booked like six things. I, if I mention that, it's wrong. You just have to mention it in the Sorry. right way. If I you have say- actually won an Oscar and an Emmy. And okay, uh, then don't don't do it. But it's worked in my life every time. Well, but I've how done do that. I explain to people? Then you say my ratio have, booking sucks. Up until now, up until now, I have not booked. But if you say out loud over and over and over, I don't book anything. I don't I'm not book over anything. and over like in the shower doing incantations. I don't matter. book anything. I don't book anything. I don't book anything. I'm I'm just stating a fact. I've auditions literally hundreds of times. Can I share since a comment? 2015? Yeah, go since ahead. Since we were encouraging, you really wanted some comments. So Robert Van Loon says, Dutchie, Dutchie. When our daughter was acting, they always told us to absolutely not share the lines with anyone. She actually had a really small part in a major motion picture. I wish she would get back into it. Hey, can you share which major motion picture it was? And um, Now that it's out. And did she enjoy it? Yeah. Oh, wait. He just answered that in the next comment. Pawn Sacrifice was the movie, if anyone was interested. Good luck with it, Jen. Thank you. Cool. Yeah, I remember when Dutchie was trying to... Get his daughter to be more interested in doing it more. It, yeah, it's one of those things you need to eat, breathe, sleep it, and it's so it's the degree. It's sorry, it's really easy, and I book everything. It's really easy, and I book everything. No, no, it's no. It's really easy, yeah. and I book everything. Right. Well, that's way better. But you don't like you can admit, okay, yeah, uh, I I haven't booked anything up to now. I booked okay. I booked a half dozen. A, you have to actually ten, to ten things. You have actually booked stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good point. Mention that. I have booked things, but the reality about about acting, and no matter how positive you are, I took an acting class, and they said if you book one out of ten auditions, you're doing extremely well. Are you still doing me there? What? That's what I should say. What? No. Oh, I thought you were doing like, just say that. Yes, I've booked some things, but it's extremely difficult. I took an acting class one time and they said if you book one out of... I thought you were still doing me doing that. No, shut up. Uh, One out of 10, I am literally one out of 100 probably. Right. Well, no, maybe four out of 100. If I've done 200 auditions, I've booked eight things. But But, whatever, it's not about me. Me. The other thing about that is that uh, another thing that we need to acknowledge is 
for instance, like it's something to learn. Like, why should we expect to walk right in and book everything? Stand ups. Right? That's our attitude. Yeah, but stand. That's also an annoying attitude with stand ups. When I first started doing stand up, I was like. I was so in awe of the whole thing. And I was like, if I can even be a part of this on any level, uh, wow. And if anybody even wants to listen to me, holy shit, I can't believe you want to listen to me. Oh my God, you're laughing? Wow. And then when I started booking, or not booking stuff, but getting gigs and um, and getting paid, like I remember the first time I got paid $50 to do a gig, I was like, are you sure? Like, uh, this is amazing. Yeah. Oh, my God. So, uh, you know, I think I need to start uh, taking that attitude with, with uh, acting because, and also this audition came out from nowhere. This is this is something that just came out and it was so random and it they're specifically, they know me, so they asked me to do this. It wasn't mm-hmm. like a mass, you know, like... Uh, I'm not really active. I wasn't actively auditioning for commercials. So I really want to do a good job on it, but I also want to have fun. Like I want to enjoy the process and be realistic about what it is to audition and what it is to, you know, respect the craft because I do with stand up. I respect the craft. I'm not, you know, I'm not, I don't want to go into it thinking I could just walk right in and be this amazing. It's a whole thing. And also the audition is the hardest part. That's like, because you're under a microscope, they're watching your every move, their every word, how yeah. you're doing it. Once you book it, then it's easy. Mm-hmm. Not not easy, but much, much, much easier because it's, because this process, it's okay, let's watch her. She's the actor. Mm-hmm. And, but once you book it and you're on set, you're just one small piece of a very large puzzle. Everybody's doing their job. They just expect you to do your job. There's lighting, mm-hmm. sounds, catering, uh, uh, assistant directors, PAs, directors, producers. Everyone's just doing their job. So they're just like, yeah, do your job. Nobody's like, the actor's here. Let's watch her. The lighting guy's like, I could care less. Just do your thing and let's go home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Exactly. And there's a lot of... Get uh, over yourself. Yeah. You know? And there's yeah. a lot of moving parts and there's a lot of uh, takes and different angles. So you do your thing with a close up on your face and then you're reacting. So you're not even on camera and you're doing it. So you do it a bunch of times. Then it becomes second nature. By the time you book it and you're on set, then it's the words are second nature and you're kind of playing with it. But... The audition is the worst and most difficult part. You don't get any feedback. You're under a microscope. It's embarrassing because you have to put yourself out there. You're vulnerable. Mm-hmm. But yep. if you book it. But also, it, you're right. Like, it takes away, like, it really, a lot of it is get over yourself. Yeah. Even, you know, with any kind of performing, it's like you're just part of uh, a whole thing here. It's not. This isn't the Jen Grant show. This is, you know, a commercial. The, actually, yeah. you know who the star of the show is? The product. That's what it is. And and th- that's what it's all about. Yeah. For yeah, That's exactly. the whole point of it. And so you're just, like you said, you're just part of it. I'm, I'm, I'm like the crew. I'm like the writer. I'm like, you know, it doesn't matter. The craft service person, everybody. And that's why you see... So many actors, when they win awards, saying, you know, I want to thank this on behalf of everybody that was involved. Because as if, like, the actor is just one part of it. That's why when you're on set, it's important to be nice to everybody else. Because sure. sometimes there's this attitude of, like, ugh, the actor's here. Because the actors do walk in and they're like, we're here, I, I'm here, hello. 
And it's like, <laughs> and everybody's doing their job. Most people have, are there, actually everybody is there way longer than you. Mm-hmm. Everybody, oh, uh, yeah. the actor's the person that's there the least amount of time on set, but walks in with like, I've arrived, everybody. And they're like, we've been here since 6 a.m. Just <laughs> do your no job. no one cares, yeah. And then I'll be in my trailer. I'm leaving now. And they're like, yeah, we still have to tear all of this down, mm-hmm. you idiot. And and actors get all the credit because they're on camera. They get... That's why there's like a little bit of uh, animosity, like with the crew. Not really, but you can kind of sense, you know, like uh, the. So you have to be like humble and just talk to everybody and try yeah. to be as nice as possible because it's like, oh god, another. I've arrived. Yeah. <laughs> it is I, actor. I will grace you with my presence and then leave you to clean up my mess after <laughs> lying. Like everything's fed to you. Water, please. I'm a little hot. I need a fan. Like it's just ridiculous. <laughs> I uh, I've worked on both sides. So I used to be a reporter and I used to be a production assistant. So I know I know exactly what you're talking about because I had to do all that stuff. I've prepared craft service tables. I have assisted people to create a set for whatever show we are shooting. So I've seen and I mean I'm I'm telling you the hours and hours and hours and hours. It's exhausting. And in fact, that's one of the reasons I became a performer and decided to commit to it was because I ha- I decided, you know what? If I'm going to work this hard at something that's kind of like in the I was afraid to actually go for it and be a performer because it, you know, I didn't know if I could actually make money and I wasn't exactly encouraged. Like no one's like, that's a great idea. Go ahead. You know, a lot of stability. Um, I'm really glad I did because it's turned out to be actually a really amazing career and really fun. And it keeps you on your toes. And I think, yeah, the worst kind of person would be the actor that walks on set entitled and like their shit don't stink. Yes. Oh, that must just be that must just fill crew people with just seething hatred. <laughs> totally. Just like, oh my god. Sickening, eh? You know where they don't yeah. talk to anybody, they just go to craft services, they eat everything, they're quiet. It's just like, oh my god. And we all know, like I've hung out with people like that, actors and stand-up. Yeah. You know, comics. I mean, there's even among stand-up comics, some of them don't like pretty much every one of them don't like a certain kind of comic that barely takes it seriously but ends up somehow booking all these things and is all about like there was this one I won't obviously mention any names but I remember there was this one that booked a tv spot doing doing stand-up and this person was not respected by any comic and was all like fancy fancy with like showing up with with like a crew and Oh, is this comedian really sexy? <laughs> yeah. Would you say the world's sexiest comedian? <laughs> yeah. And All then right. like, you know, with her with oops, with uh what you just said. I don't think there's any guys out there going by the world's sexiest comedian. That would be funny actually. Hi, I'm Glenn Foster, world's sexiest comedian. <laughs> Showing up with their own, you know, makeup artist and all this kind of stuff. I don't know. You know what? I'm not even saying anything about that particular person because I don't really know that person's comedy or anything. so diplomatic. But I am. I know. But, you know, I mean, I'm not going to fault anyone. If if that person got to where they are, were able to book something on TV, I don't know how they did it. But they did. So you got to give them a bit of kudos for that. Whether you like it or not. Mm. I don't know. No? Well, almost always, but when it's booked on because you're a YouTuber, 
or social media star that it's like ugh, it's annoying it is annoying but they've accomplished something yeah but they, do they don't they do deliver they are, most times nine times out of ten youtubers that cross over to live performance doesn't work oh i know i agree with and you a case in point that exact show you were talking about this sexy comedian bombed yeah bombed they had yeah, to add laughter laughters during that's the thing on tv it never really uh, comes across as bombing because they doctor it up they can add sometimes they don't air it though right and i wonder to me that's their the price they're paying right there is like bombing uh, do you know how awful would that be huge tv production huge audience all these cameras everybody's watching you I, and trust me i've done that exact show in winnipeg and i know that everybody is downstairs in the green room watching on couches so all the fellow comics all the makeup artists everybody craft service everyone's down there watching that's the price that comic paid is that they bomb it's yeah. humiliating like yeah but then they retreat back to their to their youtube and it's like nothing happened and then they're like Hey, oh my God, had a blast. Thanks for the TV set. That was so fun. And then the YouTubers that weren't there are like, wow, this person is incredible. They do right. YouTube now. They're on TV and it just feeds itself. But they have to live with themselves, you know? And then we have to live with a bitter resentment that keeps building over years until one day. And I was going to go dark there, but no, yeah. that's not... <laughs> Um, so Robert Dutchie says, I remember a seven day shoot that Alexandra was in and the crew was on set from 6am until midnight every day. And she would get called in just for a few hours each day. The crew was incredible. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Oh, good. Well, all that to say. A lot of nice hi wishes there. by everyone. I'm here with, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> the... A lot of well wishes from everyone. Yeah, saying good luck, Jen. That's awesome. You're going to kill it. Lots of people. There's Josh, Wanda, um, Charles Antoine. Um, what else? Silka. And then um, Dutchie said one more thing. The producer's daughter's wife and daughter showed up at that shoot. And the wife was bossing everyone around. Especially the set driver who she demanded to drive her around downtown Toronto in the middle of heavy traffic. Treated everyone as if they were beneath her. Good learning experience for Alexandra. Yeah. Yeah, that is good. Because uh, you're forced to be an adult. Like if you, especially if you're younger, you're forced to be an adult. Because you're just around these adults that will treat you like an adult. Like they're not going to treat you like a... Unless you're a six-year-old on set. But for the most part, it's, it evils the... The play evils levels mm -hmm. the playing field. Does um so Dutchie, does your da daughter not want to do it anymore? The reason <clears> I ask is because my niece got into it for a bit there, and uh, she I remember working. Uh, see, like I said, I've worked on all um sort of uh, many many perspectives in this business. So I worked with this woman who was a photographer and was doing um, auditions for babies. And a bunch of babies came in because they were doing like, I forget what the product was, maybe toilet paper. I don't not toilet paper. That's weird. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, so a bunch of babies came in. I would say probably without exaggeration, 40 to 45 babies just to take a picture of them and see. That's it. too many babies. <laughs> That's a lot of babies. And uh, what I noticed being the assistant there, helping 
helping bring the people in with their babies, put them up on this. There was like a table set with like a tablecloth and they would put the baby on there, but they would be close by, obviously, because they were young enough. They could sit up, but they couldn't actually, I think they were like maybe eight to 10 months old. And so they would take a picture of this baby on a tablecloth on this table. And they were all cute because all babies are cute. And But I noticed that there were three different agencies that they used. One was like, anybody's accepted. The other one was a little more discerning. So there was like the mass, mass amount of babies came from that, that any, except anybody agency. Then there was like, um, a medium amount. Let's say there were, um, 30 from the, everybody gets accepted. Then there was like 12 from the medium one. And then there was like the elite one, Mm -hmm. which was like the most beautiful babies. And you could tell it was really interesting. Cause like when you see a chunk of babies like that condensed, like I've never seen so many babies in one day. So So you're saying just quick Cole's notes, you had 40, 45 babies. You had to classify them in beautiful, average and ugly babies. (laughs) Well, no, they were all cute. So really, they were all cute. I'm so not even kidding. So, so really cute, cute, cute and, and ugly cutest. Oh. <laughs> and uh, anyway, so there was the Ford Modeling Agency, which was the elite, elite. So there was like, without a doubt, three. Three that were like stunning babies. Anyway, my niece got accepted at the Ford Modeling Agency when she was about six So she was like this, it was hard to get in that agency and she was doing really well. And she was about to book this, like, they wanted to book her without her even auditioning, but then my sister took her out of it because they went to an audition and someone was really rude to her and she was just a little kid, but like, that's the other side of it too. They were like, she was auditioning for something and the person who was uh, talking to her and telling her what to do, or the director or whatever, they're like stop sticking your nose at your finger in your nose and like was really rude to her and my sister was like screw this I am not letting my kid be part of this because I'm sure there's a also a dark dark negative side to acting you know as a child while you're developing yeah and somebody's like critique critiquing everything you're doing everything you look like everything yeah okay mm-hmm. uh let me just do this quickly just quickly, because today's show is a little bit different, it's a little bit uh, shorter. I just want okay. to quickly mention that this show, of course, as always and forever, is brought to you by Gringo's Blazing Sauces. Do yourself a favor and go to gringosblazingsauces.com for a wide selection of the best, the best salsas, hot sauces, jellies, and grilling sauces out there. Trust me, I'm a pepperhead, I know. Are you there? No? Wow. Oh. Chef by trade, Doug Knight uh, and his wife, Laura, are obsessed with finding the perfect uh, balance between heat and flavor, and they nail it every single time they do. They're obsessed with only uh, the best hand-selected ingredients, making the best product. This shit is just incredible. Uh, Our fridge is full. Fill your fridge up. Go to gringosblazingsauces.com. Did you leave? Why do you have to bring it up I asked, every time? I asked you. Well, yeah, trying. I know. I heard you. You said the pepperhead thing. Did you want me to laugh? Is that why? No, what? but we're 30 minutes in. It doesn't anyway. matter. Uh, go to gringosblazingsauces.com. We are so sensitive. It's beyond. 
for orders over $40, it's free shipping in Canada, but they ship all over North America. And it's uh, p- listeners of this program get an additional 5% off at checkout, JD, by entering promo code JD5. 5% off at checkout. So Dachi says she is still, she's still in the actors' union, which means good-paying gigs when they come up. She said she might do background roles or as an extra. She is pursuing her artist and fashion interests right now. Yeah, as a it's good to keep that union the membership active because if you're an extra, you get paid double the amount if you're in the union. Mm-hmm. And uh, because I've done extra work too. Yeah. I wanted to mention this mm-hmm. GoFundMe. Yes. Uh, our uh, loyal listener, uh, Charles Antoine, who we affectionately, name, affectionately named He's watching Shen. Right oh, is he? Yeah. Uh, his brother bought this house in 2013 and um, shortly after buying it, realized it was full of mold oh no like everywhere and from that mold got these health complications Aww. yeah i know I, I didn't realize how bad it can be but you can get really sick from it which which he did he pursued uh, in court the previous home owners and um anyways it took four years and he got a small settlement which just about covered legal fees and he left with nothing so he decided to take it upon himself and sort of rebuild, gutted the place and started rebuilding on his own, uh, using any little money that he had. And, um, you know, after years of, of going through health complications and just imagine you buy your first home and it's Can't. just riddled with mold and you take the previous owner to court because in Quebec, the law is mm-hmm. uh, it's not buyers beware, it's sellers beware. So you can pursue, if there's pre-existing conditions in your home or things wrong, you, you can actually pursue the previous owner. So he did and um, it took many years and it, it didn't amount to anything. So then decided to rebuild um, and then COVID hit. He was rebuilding and uh, not working. And... Uh, just last week, the whole thing went up in flames. No. He lost his entire house. No. Right down to the ground. And get this, no insurance. How did the fire happen? Does anyone know yet? Uh, there, there's. It's a combination of with the weather and a product that was used in a ho- the house. And, uh, oh my gosh. It just all went up in flames. And the reason that there's no insurance, he wasn't living in it at the time. And there were, he he had a type of insurance policy, but it wasn't yet in, uh, how do you say, uh, not active, but in a policy is in effect. Okay. And so he's got no insurance, and uh, so he lost his home that he's been fighting since 2013 to just make livable, where he can own... That's seven years of Jeez. like nonstop trying to just have your first home be uh, on like, up to snuff and oh. be able to uh, live in, and now it's all gone. So he's... And he has a big mortgage on it. So he has a mortgage no, that's with a nightmare. no house. So there is a GoFundMe I will post in the description of the, um, actually, let me just post it right now in the... You know, what's so good about GoFundMe is you could literally, if, if you know, if you could just put anybody, if everybody put $10, it yeah. would make a big difference. But everybody, you know, myself included, I felt self-conscious about not giving enough, but we can't 
give, we can't necessarily give $500 or $100 to every cause we believe in, but if everybody gave about $10, it would make a big difference. Yeah. And it's, I know, I realize everybody's going through a hard time right now, but some people are doing well. Some people weren't really affected much by the pandemic. So if you have got a couple shekels, feel free. Or and you, yeah, and even like, if you're, you know, everybody can afford five, ten dollars Yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, I'm just looking for the GoFundMe link. That's, that sounds like a house that is cursed, right? Yeah. Sheesh. And I'm surprised that that... What about the inspectors? <sighs> like, we are required to get it inspected. And then you pay these people. And then you just find out afterwards there's mold. So what the hell? How are they not... I know that there's no guarantees. Then why the, why the hell do we even get them? Yeah, I know. It seems stupid. I'm just sending a message now for him to send me the link, so I'll post it. But um, yeah. Wow. Anyway, well, so I wish uh, him the best of luck. Yeah, and he's a good guy, and he's a uh, loyal listener to the show. So I said uh, I will, uh, I will share the uh, share his story and share his brother's story rather, and share the link. So if uh, anybody out there feels compelled to uh, give, the only good thing now is that he can move on from that house and just have a fresh start. I know that it's going to be really difficult, but uh, geez, talk about needing to get away from that house. I know. Foof. Foofy foof. But I don't know what, uh, I don't, I think their, so their goal is $25,000 just so he can get back on his feet, start building again. And um, yeah. And do you know where they're at? Uh, as of yesterday, they were like four grand in. Okay. Uh, they were just like one day in. What a story too. It's like nonstop. Oof. Yeah, I know. Some people, you know, when it rains, it pours. But and you don't goes to show you, you don't know what people are going through, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. All right, let's do the thing. Okay. Okay, I just got. Uh, okay, I just got Charles, the link. Speaking of Charles Antoine, he said, "Good luck for." For your audition, I hope you're the next Nicole Kidman. (laughs) (laughs) That's a uh, perfect Quebecois uh, reference to American pop culture. Like, that's somebody, right? Yeah, and a redhead. All right, I just posted the comment in the... Or the... In the the comments of the feed, and I'll post it in the description, too. So, um, that's for his brother. Okay. That's for his brother uh, Sam. So hopefully, uh, hopefully that helps, man. It can't hurt. Oh, he's almost at five grand now. Oh, awesome. Forty-eight, forty-eight hundred and fifty-eight dollars. See, fifty-eight. It's rounded up to fifty-eight. See, it's not. A lot of people are donating small amounts. So if you can just even spare ten bucks, go yeah, for it. Yeah, and you can be anonymous. It doesn't have to. And be... And think a- of how good you you'd feel. Yeah, there's people here. Forty dollars, twenty dollars. Yeah. Every bit counts. 25, 10. Oops. No, it's okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. There's a $10 donation there. All right. Okay. Daily dose. Daily dose. Get the news from coast to coast. Daily dose. Daily dose. All your news from coast to coast. All the news and headlines from Jim Grant. Here's your daily dose for Thursday, August 6th. So... 
Uh, this is crazy. China has sentenced a Canadian citizen to death on charges of manufacturing the drug ketamine amid heightened tension between the two countries. Did you know that China, we're in a fight with China? Did you Sorry. know that Canada and China are having tensions? I actually did not know that. Yeah. So, um, pr- uh, excuse my pronunciation of this individual's name. Zhu, or uh, Xu Weihong. Penalty on Thursday and penalty on Thursday and said an alleged accomplice. Oh wait, sorry, I'm I'm mixing up the words here. Hold on. So, um, his name, the the individual Canadian citizen who's getting uh, the death sentence in in China is Xu Weihong, and he had an accomplice uh, Wang Jiuang Song had <laughs> been given. <laughs> So he's the accomplice is getting a life sentence, and the guy who who is at the heart of it, who created the drug and was making it, is uh, is getting the death sentence. Crazy. So um, they gathered ingredients and tools and began making ketamine in October 2016. Then stored the final product in um, a home. And the police later confiscated more than 120 kilograms of the drug from that house. Relations between China and, and Canada have been soured over the arrest of Meng Wangshu, the daughter of the, of the founder of Chinese tech, tech giant. Jeez, oh, I can't pronounce no. any of these. What? Nothing. What? Go ahead. What? Not the words. It's like, I'm, go yeah, ahead. Well, you try. I don't know how to pronounce tech. it. Tech. Not tech oh. giant, the tech giant Huawei. <laughs> I know. I'm trying at Vancouver's airport in late 2018. The U.S. wants her extradited to face fraud charges. Her arrest infuriated Beijing, which sees her case as a political move designed to prevent China's rise. So, in apparent retaliation, China. Detained former Canadian diplomat oh, yeah. Michael Kovrig and Canadian entrepreneur Michael Spavor. China has also placed restrictions on various Canadian exports to China, including canola seed oil. China also handed a death sentence to convicted Canadian drug smuggler in a sudden retrial. Mm-hmm. Crazy, mm-hmm. eh? Yeah, I know it's... I mean, unless you're reading the newspaper cover to cover, you wouldn't know. Well, and it's how... I. I'm I am quite surprised that the death sentence still exists. Yeah, in a lot of places. That's insane. I know. And also like I don't know why to be fair like why would you think that's a good idea to in in a country like in not your own country it's you're going to go and like create and sell this crazy drug like what are you thinking? I know someone that was that was bringing drugs. I don't know. It was to and from Aruba, right? And that's got right. jailed for it. Oh. A nineteen-year-old girl that I knew really well. In fact, I was a reference for her apartment in Toronto. Wow. And um, wow, you're a good reference. Yeah, she's awesome. She uh, doesn't smuggle drugs. Across she actually borders. is awesome. As far as she had never missed rent or anything like that. Which is why her landlord called me. I get this phone call and he's like, have you heard from this person? I'm like, well, I mean, on a regular basis, but I haven't, I guess, in a bit. He goes, because we're the 11th of the month and I haven't heard back from her and I can't reach her. 
And they were worried about her, huh? Yeah, he goes, I don't care about the money. First of all, she's never missed rent or been late. And also, she always replies to my texts or calls immediately. Mm. And he goes, it's been 11 days. I go, he goes, I don't even care about the money. I'm just worried about her. I mm-hmm. can't reach her. And there's, uh, and she's obviously, that uh, goes without saying, she's 11 days past rent, which, again, is second to actually her well-being. So I start... Uh, asking around and I send her a messenger message just being like, hey, what's up? And she's always on her phone and it was like not read or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And it went for a few days not read. And then I heard from another employee that the cops had been to where I used to work asking about her because she was a missing person. Turns out she was busted at the border and she was jailed for three months without... Right away, they took her phone, everything, so she had no contact to the outside world and was in jail for... In an Aruban jail for three months. Oh, my God. She had... She was able to contact her mother eventually, so the mother was the only person that knew, but, you know, everybody at her work, nobody knew. She just disappeared all of a sudden. How old was she then? 19 or 20. Oh, my God. And uh, she was from, she's originally from the Dominican. So I'm like, oh, my God, we'll never see this woman again. And, uh, but now she's back in Toronto and all everything's good. Wow. She got out of it all somehow. This is about three, two and a half, three years ago. Silly question. So now for the rest of her life, is she, if there's like an app job application or something like that where, you know, they say, do you have a criminal record? Is she going to have to say yes? Or is yeah. that because she's not, it ha- wasn't in Canada that she doesn't have to say yes? Good question. But I feel like you're, like that follows you. Oh. Pretty sure. Man. I know. But Go at ahead. least she's not in an Aruban prison or... She was extradited from Aruba to Dominican. She was there for a bit, then was able to come back to Canada. But uh, That's true. I mean, there's always that. But at least when she's having a bad day, she can go, well, at least I'm not in an Aruban yeah. prison, right? Yeah. Like, what's the thing I can say? At least you're... At least I'm not in the middle of exams at Carleton University. <laughs> I'm just trying to think of like some of the most stressful times I've had. That's my stress. That's my prison <laughs> Anyway. And that's pretty good. Yeah. And uh, guess who's in the news again? You guessed it. Donald, Donald Trump. Trump. <laughs> uh, always. He gets so much attention, that man. I remember when, just a little thing, side note, when he was running for president as of 2015, I would play this game with myself. This is really dumb, but you know how you play little games like, oh, if I can run to the driveway yeah. at, 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 in this time, I'll get this, I'll book this, I'll do this. I would do this thing where I would I would turn on the news, whether in my car or on Sirius or um, on the TV. And as soon as I'd turn on the news, I'd hold my breath until I heard the word Donald Trump. This is <laughs> this is before this is before him actually becoming president. This is when he was starting to announce that he might run, then running, and then he would. But before the the even um, election started. He was always in the news, so I would go, I'd turn on, let's see, I don't know, MSNBC, and I'd go, (gasps) and no more than 30, 40 seconds, he would come up. Oh my gosh. Never more than, I've never had to go more than a minute, but I I know it's weird, (laughs) gives you an insight on my psyche, but that was like a little game I would play, like, or be driving down, going, I'm not surprised. Put on the the news in the car and (gasps) hold my (laughs) breath, and within, between 20 seconds and in a minute. Who needs training on... Why ham? What's it called? Breathing? 
Why him? Wim Hof. Wim Hof breathing when you can just do the Donald Trump training, breathe training, breathing training. Breathe training. Um, yeah, so he's in the news again. You probably heard about this because you have your finger on the pulse, Jules. I know you do. Facebook on Wednesday took can down I a guess? post. Oh, can I guess what you're going to say? Well, I just said it. Well, they, they banned his campaign from Twitter. Well, they no, it's Facebook, actually. Facebook on uh, yesterday took down a post by Trump, which the company said violated its rules against sharing misinformation about the coronavirus. The post contained a video clip from an interview with Fox and Friends. Hold on. Earlier in the day in which pr- Trump claimed that... Kids are immune to coronavirus. Yes. And the actually Twitter... are almost immune. Almost immune. And tr- actually Twitter did ban his campaign from as of last night. The, okay. the campaign, the Trump campaign is banned from Twitter until they take it down. Wow. The Facebook did take it down first. Go ahead. This video includes false claims that a group of people is immune to COVID-19, which is a violation of our policies around harmful COVID misinformation. A a Facebook spokesperson said. Spokesperson said, "The U.S. centers now. I'm just obsessed with spokespersons. I'm like, oh, who's the Facebook spokesperson? <laughs> uh, because I'm auditioning for. Spec- well, I'm not supposed to say. The Whoa, U- you almost said I it. I didn't though. I know, but no, I didn't. Careful, I didn't. Jeez. The U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention has said that." While adults make up most of the known COVID-19 cases to date, some children and infants have been sick with the disease and they can also transmit it to others. An analysis by the World Health Organization of 6 million infections between February 24th and July 12th found that the share uh, share of children again, uh, aged 5 to 14 years was about 4.6%. So it's not a large percentage, but it's still there. And uh, he's a twit. That's how that story ends. <laughs> so, um, Health Canada is recalling more than this is interesting. Fifth is recalling more than fifty hand sanitizers. Jeez, will it never end? Really? We have to worry about way too many things in twenty twenty. Now, hand sanitizers yeah, are not sanitary. Yeah, yeah. Health Canada is recalling more than fifty of them. They contain um, ingredients, quote unquote, not acceptable for use. And they can pose health risks. Awesome. The organization says hand sanitizers with quote-unquote unacceptable types of ethanol and denaturants, 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 have not been approved for use in sanitizers in Canada. And their safety and efficacy have not been established, which, you know, in some ways kind of makes sense because now that's become like a hot product and people are just like probably scrambling to sell yeah. Um, like every store has sanitizer now, whereas it never used to be like that. Health Canada said possible reactions to the ingredients include skin irritation, eye irritation, upper respiratory system irritation, and headaches. Health Canada says the use of alcohol-based um, hand sanitizer should be used only if soap and water is not available for proper hand washing. That is the best kind. There's some that you use and it's like... It's so Weird, sticky. sticky or something. You I know the, like the ones with the yellow labels that are everywhere now? Yes. Mike Ward on his podcast, like something one. so funny. Well, I find it's like all sticky. Oh, is it? But Mike Ward said the something funny on his okay. podcast. He's like, I haven't seen a Purell brand hand sanitizer since the pandemic. He goes, it's always weird brands. That's true. He goes, that's no doubt a dragon that came out with that. And uh, you know, Dragon's Den? Yes. Drag- yeah. Know. I thought it was funny. Go ahead. <laughs> 
No, but I do find it actually interesting because it's, that's so true. Like Purell. Where's Purell in all this? Yeah. Yet we call them they all Purell. I know. It's so true. Like Kleenex. It's like a non or liquid paper or jacuzzi or mm-hmm. more. Or brands that. Or Cottonelle. Just kidding. No one hmm. does that. Hey, do you have any Cottonelle? Um, <laughs> or Lipsil. <laughs> yeah, you're a big on that Lipsil thing. Do not people not call it Lipsil? Or, uh, hey, can you grab some more Colgate? When you're Colgate? The, no one does that. No. Craft Dinner. Craft Dinner's one. Oh, I got so excited. Then. I know. Craft Dinner! <laughs> <laughs> what so, are the other brands that have um, taken over that we just named? Liquid Paper, Jacuzzi. Kleenex. Kleenex. Um, oh, I can't think Purell, of Purell. Um, KY. Yeah, KY is one. That's a good one. Thank you. KY Jelly. Thank you. Uh, anyway. I'm trying to think of products that I use on a daily basis. KY. Yeah, KY. I wonder yeah, if there's a KY. list. <laughs> uh, how would I look that up? Brands. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well that dominate Alpo? No, no one does that. Oh, no. Can you hear the dog? Yeah. Hey. Oh, his hair's standing right on end. Brands that people use. Oh, Speedo. Yeah, Speedo's go is did someone comment that? No, me. Brands people Me, use I came up with as it. Me. I'm the one. I'm the one. Me. Me. I just typed in 41 brands people use as generic terms. Jet ski, bubble wrap, onesie, jacuzzi, crock pot, fluff mutter. Who fluff says, mutter? Who says fluff mutter? What's that? Okay. Uh, Sounds sexual. 41 brand names people use as generic terms. Yeah, jet ski's going. Bubble wrap, I didn't realize, but that's a brand. Onesie, I guess that's also a brand. Jacuzzi, Crockpot. What the hell is Fluff Nutter? Oh, Fluffer Nutter? Okay, that's, they're stretching this article. Okay. Seeing Eye Dog? Mm-hmm. Technically, it's only a seeing eye dog if it's trained by Seeing Eye of Morristown, New Jersey. Okay. Otherwise, it's just a guide dog. Hey, that's an interesting one. Breathalyzer, Zamboni. Are you chewing something? No, the dog licked <laughs> my face. <laughs> that was so cute. That was okay. a dog kissing me. That was a dog oh, kiss. Oh, chapstick. See, I say lip sill, but chapstick, chapstick is one. Chapstick is more common, I think. Kleenex. Visine. Visine is one. Good one. I'm good at this game. Yeah, you are. Ping pong. Oh, yeah? This is this is the type of content I want to do. Fun, interesting stuff. Popsicle. <laughs> Can you hear the dog? Uh, yeah, it's so <laughs> cute. Oh, this is a good one. Q-tip. Oh yeah. Rollerblades. Oh, this one is obvious. I use it every morning to put up your headshot. Oh yeah, Scotch tape. Scotch tape. Sharpie. Realtor. Realtor was a trademark designed specifically to separate its users from most other real estate agents. Oh, that's so true. We use Realtor all the time. <laughs> oh, this is one. Tupperware. Oh yeah, Tupperware. If you're just tuning in, where you were talking about, well, we're in the middle of the daily dose, but we're talking about uh, brands that people use as generic terms, like jet ski and uh, liquid paper hasn't been yet, but weed eater. 
I don't think people use liquid paper. Oh, post-it oh, white note. Out. Post-it note. Yeah, post-it note. You're very good at this. White out. We use liquid paper in New Brunswick as French, Acadians, weirdos. No, we use that. Liquid paper? Yep. Uh, white out, people call it. No, people mostly use liquid paper, anything I've ever heard. Oh, this is a good one. Band-aid. Oh, yeah. Band-aid for sure. Taser. What about tensor bandage? Or tensor, is that just what I it's think called? that's what it's called. Exacto knife. Oh, yeah, for sure. Dumpster. <laughs> Dumpster is a brand name, which is true. Although the world has become largely genericized and trademark is not widely enforced, the APA has even dropped the recommendation to capitalize the word. I have another one. The Dumpster got its name from the Dempster Brothers, Inc. Shut mm. the hell up. Dumpster wow. is a brand. You learn something every day on the so, Julie Dion Show. So if somebody from the Dumpster family... Um, Dempster family. If somebody <laughs> from the Dempster family got into aquatic sports, you wouldn't want him to get into diving. Because he would be a Dempster diver. <laughs> or if they um, had people over and were making s'mores, they'd call that a Dempster fire. <laughs> what was you know, the one you thought of? You said, I got one. Polysporin. Polysporin is definitely one. Novocaine, Novocaine. Listerine. Mouthwash. Listerine. Well, yeah, you and Listerine. I do that. You and I do that. Xerox is one. Oh, yeah. Xerox for sure. Post-it is on the list. You call that one out. Ouija board. The Ouija board was the first introduced by Elijah Bond in 1890 as a practical way to communicate with spirits. It's very practical. Imagine you invented a product and it just became one of these. That's next level recognition. That's next level like I have really made my mark. Plexiglass. That's being used all the time now because of the new yeah. styrofoam, formica. All right. Who is using formica? Oh, frisbee, hula hoop, and slip and slide. Oh, yeah, definitely. Windbreaker. Chuck it. Stetson. No. The cowboy hat. PowerPoint. Oh, that's true. Oh, PowerPoint. Yeah. GED. Can I finish my daily dose? Yeah, I'm almost done. And Google. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. Google for sure. Google is a verb. So, hey, just so you know, that's right, it is. So, uh, just so you know, if you want to go to check out what the healthy, what the uh, sanitizers are, are, like the good ones, you can go to, um, like, the Canada gov- Canadian government has it listed. So, I don't have a link for that, but I'm sure you could easily Google safe hand sanitizers and find it. Okay. So just uh, good for people to know that. Don't cheap out on it, you know? Don't cheap out. Because if you get... There's one called Lit Live Clean. That's the one I, I do. And they are known for having less uh, harmful ingredients and uh, very few, if any, none, natural-based. So there you go. And uh, just FYI, from May to June this year, the end of June, Mm -hmm. there have been 15 cases of methanol poisoning reported in Arizona and New Mexico associated with swallowing alcohol-based sanitizers, and you know who else we have to thank for that. Trump? Yeah. Hmm. They don't say that in here, but four patients died, and three were discharged with visual impairment. What do they do? They chug sanitizer? They drink it, yeah. I, you know, again, I'm no fan of his and wouldn't vote for him. I'm, you know, you can't, bl- yeah, that's but that you can't blame him. And also that, that was so 
taken out of context when he he didn't actually say so everybody out there drink Lysol. Yeah. He uh, Why are you a fan of him? Uh, no, but it's sometimes things are taking uh, taken away it's it's not even yeah. what was said. It's not even what was said, but it's right. flipped that way in the media and everybody says it. Oh, he's saying to drink Lysol and then it comes out as memes and then it's just like but it would actually wasn't at all what he said. Mm-hmm. He was. He said, I'm paraphrasing, but it was something along the lines of like, we're finding out that certain lights and heats um, disinfect, where it will kill the virus, and obviously Lysol and, and di- strong disinfectants like that, if there was a way to do that inside the body. Something along those lines. Like right. the, the light, inject the body with that light or something. So people are like, oh, you're telling us to drink Lysol? Anyway, again, not defending this buffoon. I'm well, just saying sometimes, uh, you know, it's completely taken out of context. And um, like that time he said, uh, you know, I'm telling people, stop testing, guys. It's looking bad. He was totally joking when you watch that and the thing. But then they they, they clip that and share it all over social media. Look at this guy. He's responsible for, for and he is, let's, he poorly handles everything and especially the COVID situation in the States, but... That was a anyway. I don't want to reiter- reiterate what we talked yeah. about in the past, but well, maybe probably a lot of the people that like Trump might not be uh, the most intelligent people. That's so not true. There's very intelligent people that support him. Okay, I'm just saying uh, to say everybody that supports him is racist and dumb is actually not true. There's people because some people it's just shocking. want tax tax breaks and That's will true. support him for economic Religious. benefits. Religious people, and that's, that's not—they're not all dumb. That's true. That's like. Um, all right, I'll take it back. I'll, I'll that's admit. like in when Rob Ford was mayor of Toronto. We were living there, and it was insane to see the crack mayor every day. It was a new story. Crack mayor. But, uh, and I was like, who the hell is voting for this guy? And working in restaurants, I would hear smart, intelligent people all the time say they were supporters of his because of it was the lowest property taxes they'd paid in years, all this and that. So. Crazy. Money talks, so you can't brush them with a broad stroke and say anybody who supports Trump is a dumb racist. That's how the polarization is happening. Yeah, good point. Uh, the other side Smart. is dumb and stupid. And what does the other side say? Actually, you guys are dumb and stupid. So it's like there's yeah, no agreeing on anything. There's no common ground. It's just vile right. hatred towards the other side, and it's painting everything with a broad stroke. Yeah. And it's, it's, that's not true, the reality. True. All right. I see your point. I, I can admit that. Here's some good news. We'll a, Japanese, a Japanese robotics company has developed a smart mask. This is really cool. That can amplify voices, transcribe dictation, and translate speech into eight different languages. And you can get yours for $987. No, actually, it's cheaper than you oh, think. Yeah? Isn't that amazing? It is. I know you sent a video. I don't know if I can't play it on this thing. Uh, no problem. What, what? I thought maybe I'd send it just in case you could. And they will be available to the... Pu- I haven't watched the video. We are going to watch it together. And they will be available to the public as soon as September. The Sea Mask, that it's called, was designed by Japanese tech startup Donut Robotics to improve communication between airline workers and supermarket employees during the COVID-19 pandemic. The mask, which is Bluetooth connected to the user's phone, is capable of translating Japanese into Chinese, Korean, Vietnamese, Indonesian, English, Spanish, and French. Uh, see, I don't even need to learn French to hang out with you and your French comic friends. <laughs> just wear I your mask. I can just wear my mask. 
And, will, uh, but will you have little earmuffs that will translate back <laughs> into your ears? <laughs> and um, you just wear this full helmet, <laughs> just this full face <laughs> helmet around. Hey, this is Jen, and you're just like, and it comes out, Bonjour, and then <laughs> well, computer come voice. In, it'll come in handy because I'm going to be so famous from my spokesperson yeah. uh, booking that I'm going to need a disguise when I'm out. I love it. Otherwise, people will be swarming me. Hey, is that the spokesperson? Okay. Of such and such company. You're already famous. So, eh. and you're already uh, you're like all uh, and even in the French world, like you come with me. I'll introduce you to people, and then next time I see the people, they're like, "Oh my god, I watched your girlfriend on YouTube. She's so funny. I'm a huge fan." And I'm like, "We've been touring together for the last month. Never one compliment." <laughs> <laughs> that was oh, Julien Tremblay. Nice. First time that's we met. Nice. He's like. Uh, you know, we had done about 10 shows on the road or whatever. And then he's like, uh, dude, last night I watched Jen on YouTube. Instant fan. I'm huge. And he starts laughing. He's like, we've been on tour for a month. I haven't said one thing about it. <laughs> That's so nice. Thank you. Um, the company uh, originally developed their AI-based translation technology for their Cinnamon robot to assist international travelers at airports. That is such an amazing thing. Like, our technology has gotten to a crazy level. The fu to fund the production of their invention, Donut Robotics launched a crowdsourcing campaign on Japanese fundraising website Fundid Fundino back in June. According to CNN, the company managed to raise 28 million yen which is 265,000 in just 37 minutes. 37 minutes? Yeah. After concluding another successful round of crowdfunding in July, Donut Robotics says their first 5,000 to 10,000 masks will be distributed across Japan in December. Each the each of the masks is expected to cost between 40 to 50 dollars. That's it. Wow. That being said, the company also hopes to expand their distribution overseas to the UK by April 2021. Isn't that cool? That is very v cool. Mm -hmm. So that's your daily dose for today, and it's 8.07. Oh my God, that's so much for doing short shows. Daily dose, daily dose, get the news from coast to coast. Daily dose, daily dose. All your news from coast to All coast. The news and from Jen Grant. There we go. So and uh, Charles Antoine said, thanks, Julian and Jen. Love you. He said, any bit is going to help. Thanks a lot. No um, problem. And again, of course, that GoFundMe is in the comments. Feel free to, um, yeah. Good morning, Lee. Lee says, good morning. Amelia says, see do, Q-tip. Oh, she's participating. Oh, see yeah. do. Yeah, see do. That's right. Amelia, long mm -hmm. time no see. Um, oh, Laura Stewart says, Walkman. Yeah, that's yeah, true. Yeah, Walkman's one. Mm -hmm. Loves it. Mm -hmm. Oh, snap. My favorite part of the well, show. Julian's going to sing a song. Don't put too much pressure on it, because if you put too much pressure on it, then it doesn't be uh, It's not authentic. <laughs> oh, this one I've done before. Well... Um, shit. Oh, yeah. Okay. 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 It's our last show of the week because we are going, um, hold on. No, I'm not crazy about this oh, one. I like that. I know, but. <laughs> hold on. As we wrap it up for the week, uh, uh. we take the day off tomorrow because we've got some people to see. 
So just remember <laughs> that we're here for you. We'll be back on Monday, no matter what. Here's what we leave with you. you. Today we talked about the auditioning process. It's not easy to do, but. Keep going, you can do it. You can do it. Thank you, Jenny. I appreciate it. We talked about brand names, used the just generic terms. That was a fun part of the show. We also talked about a fire and a GoFundMe. Please help and go. Donate a few bucks to our buddy Shen and his cause, it'll make you feel good. Remember when we talked about auditioning and then this show was a comedy show? <laughs> Things used to be jokes all the time and now we talk about current events and death, news. Dep- uh, no, I'm not feeling it today. I'm sorry. Aww. I'm not. Let me see. Hold on. <laughs> I need to. I need to really <clears throat> loosen up. Loosen up. Well, you up, you sold it. You got in my head right away when you're like, "Oh, my favorite part of the show." <laughs> I like to look at this bar. It's just a fun little loose thing that we do. Here's a brand C do <laughs> that we. Uh, the show brought to you by. All right, today we dissected the acting process, the auditioning <laughs> process, going from performing on YouTube to performing live and let me tell you it's not why is it so low it's more of a talk over (laughs) as we leave you for the weekend we want to thank you for watching and listening we also want to thank Adam Fox for the beautiful song the beautiful pre-show song we forgot to mention Adam Fox But he was there, and you were there, and we appreciate you being there with us. We'd like to thank Gringo's Blazing Sauces for the sponsorship. We'd like to thank you for the comments. (laughs) We'd like to thank Jenny for the Daily Dose. (laughs) It's now time for the weekend and us to go. toast. Toast, yeah, it's breakfast time. Let's have some wine, non-alcoholic. Grape juice? It's pretty much grape juice, but here we go. Remember that... What else did we talk about today? Trump, of course. Trump is always in the news. I used to play this game when I watched the news, where I'd hold my breath, hold my <laughs> breath until they said his name. It, was, it never was more than 30 seconds. Be careful what kind of hand sanitizer you buy. Oh, yes. We talked about hand sanitizers. One thing we discovered is is, is don't drink the hand sanitizers (laughs) because you'll get sick or go blind. What the hell happened to Purell? We don't (laughs) see it anywhere. But instead we've got off-brand shit that will make you blind if you drink it auditioning is hard but we gotta go do some lines 
back and forth. Wish us luck. Man, tell us to break a leg. Break a leg. Hopefully Jenny books it. And then we'll be rich. Woo-hoo. And then we can just never have to go out in public again, which we're happy about because there's a pandemic happening and we'll still do this a, podcast. Put a mask on your mouth. Get a Japanese digital mask that'll <laughs> translate all the words that you talk about. Oh yeah, say, that's the word I was saying. This song is almost over and I don't know, it I felt forced to, today, but I want you to have a good day. <laughs> it's it's hard to it's hard when I ru- I go for a line and then you throw in a line to rhyme because then it throws I me know, off. I know. Whatever. I know. I know I knew you were going to get a little bit mad at me. Why? No, not mad. <laughs> <laughs> While you just fully took over. No, not mad. As if I'm mad. I just mean when I'm... Because I say a line and then I've got a rhyme I'm about to say and then you throw it out. Line? Line. <laughs> What's my line? <laughs> line? I feel like... Oh, I'm so tired. I'm an actor and I only show up for two hours to set... Line? Actors can be douchebags, yeah, so be kind to the crew. Um, why isn't there, like, any fresh fruit here? I asked for that at craft service. The actor has blessed you with their presence. I the like green grapes. The actor is here and expecting presence. The actor... Here we go. Actor <laughs> is the star of the show, which means that you I'm should buy down. I've All arrived. Right. All right. I was That's trying enough. to be the actor. I know. You're annoyed. No. Wait, if you're just, annoyed now, just wait till we start reading those lines in one second. It's that's it. That's our show. So much for a short, short show, I guess. Fuck. Blabbermouths. Now we've got a crunch time, baby. Mm. We're good. I'm gonna nail it. Nail it. One take, s- Tina. Thank you for watching the show. We are live on Facebook as we are Mondays through Fridays. It's our last show of the week today, though. Excuse me. We're taking tomorrow off, so. <laughs> enjoy enjoy the rest of uh, enjoy Friday enjoy the weekend we'll be back on Monday please subscribe like share do all the wonderful things it, it's a small token of it's a little exchange we put out this content for you and all, all you have to do there's no fee to this all you have to do is just share it like it do whatever that helps a ton we appreciate it Jenny let's go run some lines alright love you we'll see you tomorrow or Monday we'll see you Monday And uh, that's it. Enjoy, everybody. Thank you so much for being there. We appreciate you. And as always, watch your head.
a piece of my head, but they all get a piece of my mind instead. I roll over and go back to bed. It's such a beautiful waste of time. A waste of time. Of time, a beautiful.